Hi, everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit, and welcome to the GG Over Easy podcast, cast, 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 episode 38. Oh. In today's episode, you know it, you'll love it. Destiny 2 drama. Destiny's back at it again, dude. This is we're, me dropping yeah, the tea bag. We're sipping into some tea. Mouth. Mm-hmm. We're sipping some tea. Hey, whoa, drama. <laughs> <laughs> On top of that, a four year old game somehow gets a new review and is rated perfect. Huh? Sure. Yeah, Nani. Look! Look at my eyes. <laughs> it's a little hard to tell. But <laughs> we can kind of like, whoop, whoop, whoop. and then it goes on to bring us more to the fact of video game reviews in general. Do they mean anything? Should they mean anything? Do we believe them? Do we not? What do we look for? Beyond that, we got some more entertainment talk, movies, shows, some more games, Patreon questions, life. What does it mean? Did you guys real quick? Did you guys see? the story about the parallel universe up in the dude that was one of the questions on the patreon things and i thought that was a joke so i skipped over it oh, that's real dude. yeah they're like so they discovered it in like 2016 or something so apparently up i believe it's like north of the arctic or something they were they were uh scanning and they were able to uh, identify and observe i forget the word of exactly the particle it is whatever um, but normally you would see this, um, whatever it is, particle going into the earth, but they're actually observing it going, like leaving, which is absolutely contrary to everything we know, which is essentially like if things were going in reverse. And so for the last like three, four years, they've been essentially hypothesizing and testing everything they know to try and figure out what it is. And so far they still haven't been able to figure out what it is. Or debug or debunk the theory that is an alternate universe, but it it runs in reverse time. So it's us, but everything's playing backwards. <laughs> it's pretty sick, dude. It, it's kind of like sci-fi or whatever. But that sounds tight, dude. But like that's the. I mean, I'll believe it, even if it's not. True. I don't. I don't know what any of that means and how that proves anything. But like, but that's the thing. Like, why it was more recent is because they came out with another. Um, like finding like hey we've been trying everything like everyone's like they don't believe us it could be this and we've tried everything and we still don't have an answer so mm-hmm. currently it's it's not the answer but it's the running theory and mm-hmm. that would be pretty sick so it would be interesting well what, what a way to start the podcast hey anyway yeah, hope you guys enjoy the episode uh, let's get into it Welcome back to this episode of GG Over Easy, episode 38. That's two away from 40. Quick maths. We're getting old. Already <laughs> old. Have accepted why, why is my cam like not focusing, but whatever? It's probably not focusing because it can't contact your eyes because you're wearing what, Rob? Uh, I'm wearing my snowboarding goggles because I have pink eye. And it's Ew. kind of embarrassing. Someone farted right? on his pillow. Gross. <laughs> no, nobody farted on said pillow. Or no yeah, you say that, but like, what if she did as a joke? Maybe. I don't think Sydney would do that. I don't, or Max. I don't think Max or Sydney <laughs> would do that to me, as I would be quite upset. Because I, th- I, this is the first time I've ever had pink eye, and it's awful. It is terrible. I woke up. No, I woke up this morning, dude, and like, so like two days ago, like the top of my eye. Just like started itching, so I just kept going like this all day, like just going, just kept going, and I didn't think of anything of it. And then 
yesterday I had like a bump there, like a bump on my eyelid. And then everyone, and then I was streaming and then everyone was like, it's a cyst, Rob. It's just like, or some, a sty or something like that. It's a parasite. So dude. I went, yeah. So I went to go uh, get like some droplets from the uh, Walgreens. And all of a sudden I got really scared and was like, am I going to lose my eyeball? Like, cause I started losing vision. I'm like, am I going to lose my eye? Like, that's all I want to know, doc. And she's like, I'm a cashier. All right. I don't know. It's <laughs> like, so, listen, I, I, I just I work here for minimum wage. Like, what do you want yeah, from me right now? And so like, I woke up this morning at like 5 AM. Cause that's when Max wants his food. And I kid you not, dude, like I woke up and it still felt like I was asleep because my left eye would just not open. And I go to like the mirror and that's when I like I took a picture of it. I literally had like a clean gloss of like orange goo, like pus that had just like nice. like glued over, dude. And I literally had to like. OK, we don't need the details. We can stop. Them. We <laughs> get right. it. You got pink. Eye. All right. Great. Thanks. No, I was like, I'm good. You made Oh, it's not that bad. That's what's making Gross. you sick. I don't want. I just don't want to hear about it. Is that how you wanted to start your morning? Seeing that picture? No. Have you ever I was had? Like, pink Thanks eye? for that. Uh, I don't think I have. No. I get something with my eye, aside from you know being blind. But I don't know. But speaking of which, you, I have. Well, I don't really know why, but I haven't gotten an eye what? exam in a couple years. Which for well, for your the eyes no- suck. What's well, yeah, for the regular person, it's like, okay, yeah, that's me. But if you have people, obviously, who know that have vision problems, you go at least once a year. But we like we kept moving, and I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. But now I've been getting all these migraines, and I'm worried that it might have oh, to do with glasses. like, it might have to do with like my prescription. Because I mean, usually every year I'm changing my prescription. It might be a little gradual. Uh huh. But I'm thinking like, you know add that gradual change over a couple of years and then I've been using these same ones so going to be getting that checked out but I called too by the way called like a week ago and I was like hey like yeah I exam whatever like I've been here before and they're like yeah as soon as we get you in it's like June 20th I'm like but if, is every June 20th is a quarantine so, so everyone like, look at pictures and go like that's blurry yeah. that I was like is everyone cool. going blind like what do you mean you don't have an opening till so, uh, I don't know do you work you don't wear glasses blue, do you? There's uh, contacts. Sometimes. Oh, just sometimes. Wait, yeah, when you talk, on. your Discord thing like moves. That's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, you like oh. that? Yeah, that's very <laughs> I'm fucking pissed, Rob. You like that? <laughs> yeah, you did it, girl. I will uh, say but- um, that I think I'm going to try and get some new frames, though. Like, you know, like a new me. Like, you know, rediscover. What do you mean? Reinvent frames? myself. Like my glasses. What a, what they're just normal frames. Like what else? Well, no, what, I mean get, I've like, had Ray Bans or something like actually. Mr. I was hip looking guy? at them. Yeah. Oh. Now that you specifically that, said you would it, look as pretty I was hit. looking at, at Ray Bans, um, but something because I've these are the same glasses I've worn for the past what, five years. I think I've I got them because Wait, you haven't changed your glasses in five years. No, because it was I remember Intermural Dodge Mall dodgeball sophomore year of college dude pegs me in the face breaks my glasses in two and i was like the quintessential like it literally split on the bridge of my nose so i was like the quintessential dude that was my only pair so i literally ran around with a taped like in the middle i literally oh, looked like no that way. guy yeah so that's when i got these glasses and i've had them ever since so and, you haven't had like a test in five years yeah like five i guess or 
well i think i went in four and they were like well you could change a prescription but like it's pretty like minimal we'll just like check on in like six months and maybe change them in it, well here we are four and a half years later or whatever so my bad but i'm hoping that's part of the problem but Wait, then you I had another feeding. migraine episode yeah i've had a couple and the thing too is what sucks is like it's not a a one-time thing it when they come it's like three four days of just like waves and just want to die really yeah so want to hopefully figure out whatever the fudge it is um when you get a migraine does your vision go or like what do you like because when i when i get a migraine my vision gets super blurry and like i just i need to sit in the dark yeah well i'm definitely photosensitive for me though like i can feel it specifically in like one spot of, a spot of like my forehead when it starts i get like really sharp pain there pulsating i get really dizzy nauseous um like light sensitive i can't look at screens i can't do anything but that's the worst part too is like if i'm not able to sleep I'm, i just lay there like that's my life and then you envision your house and then you slowly <laughs> i know come fly with me let's fly anyway let's get into today's episode Plenty speaking of, of fly let's talk about the lie that oh no is, please don't make me that, that was yes, a bit no, of a stretch please, but i like no, it it please rhymes don't, please yes. don't make me talk about this bro. blue i want it <laughs> hey. like i literally like wake up and i see blue's tweet about something about the quest and then christian says like this is going to be good and then with like, oh, a popcorn yeah. emoji and i'm just sitting there like hey guys like what what's going on <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey guys and little uh, did i know it, is this really hot right now <laughs> Bungie's no. back at it again. The answer is no. Destiny's not hot right now. No, and and that's the thing, Rob. Destiny's not back at it. They have been at this for a while now. It's um, been an but interesting we, few months of terrible bugs. Yeah, Just we got like some drama. Actual, hold on, hold on. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to interrupt you because I we need to call our Destiny drama guy. Um, oh. And then we need like a bum 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 or something like that. Um, here comes the destiny drama uh, strange penguin uh thank you for joining us our destiny I need my drama i need my drama lenses for these <laughs> our destiny 2 drama guy you're our guy what's uh, the what? drama though i didn't know there was any drama this week oh that's all that's a lie hey. oh get it because the hey. lie way to set me up for that one i didn't even see it until i, I like walked into uh. it yeah, uh, anyway. Until I walked into it. Well, in this week's session of shit that Bungie does, which is kind of pog, but also sometimes not pog, but sometimes it's pretty pog, but this week was not pog. Recently, it's this not week, been pog. In Bungie, Bungie decided, hey, let's have the... Remember last week, Rob, where we were like, hey, let's let's farm a PvP gun and a PvP yeah, activity. And you, got, and, and you guys had to like turn in stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I saw a really funny meme, and it was like um, Toy Story when the kid has like a like a short little thing, but then he turns and it's like really long, like a little short gift, and it was really funny, and it was alluding to that little quest bar, to how long it was. It's funny. <laughs> thank you for that. You're thank welcome. you, thank you, future Rob. Yeah, Ken does look like you're from the future. Yeah, you look tight. I look like you a should... mar- like I have the marathon uh, Halo Three helmet. Is this huh? how you stream today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I'm just really mm. self conscious about it. Dude, you look sick in it though. I'm not gonna lie. It looks kind of. Looks, that's the new you. wave, dude. Yeah, that's Thank the you. wave. Doctor so, disrespect who? Well, oh, real quick, it was really funny because like I was wearing these and I was like, oh wait, I could just wear my Oculus Rift headset. And then I put it on, and then I was like, you can't see. Oh, wait, I can't see the game. Like, 
<laughs> as, as soon as I put them on, I was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> that was bad. Anyways, okay. Anyways, so the lie quest completed. And people Yay, were like, wow. So we get Fell Winter's lie now. Yes. No. Yes. Guess what? It the the gun quest itself was made available. That step, the community step, was completed on mm-hmm. um, Sunday night, right? I think so. Something like okay. that. Or like uh, Monday people morning, couldn't, yeah. People couldn't get the gun until today. So Which Sunday the 6th. So Sunday the 17th. Yeah, yes. today we're recording this the 21st. Is when the community event finished and people started going on their merry way to get the Fellwinter's Lie. And they probably thought, wow, I can't wait to get this cool piece of nostalgia weapon from Destiny 1 to finally put it into my god tier guardian arsenal. Wow, the Vanguard's going to be so proud of me. Guess what? No, the no, no, quest no, no, was no, no. bugged. Yeah, literally what couldn't the progress. Quest was bugged. Uh, when you started the quest, uh, it would take you to Eris instead of starting the quest in the bunker. So you couldn't do the quest, and it was pretty funny because people started thinking it was a secret, like, "Oh, to get this fellow <laughs> shotgun, we have to do like there has to be something." Funny, in the bunker like, oh yeah, 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 that we haven't yeah. figured out. Shadow starts way. streaming. Dad starts streaming. He was like, "Oh, a secret! Yes, finally!" Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, and then no. so then they're trying to oh, figure honey. it out, and they're like, "Whoa, what's happening? Is it Poor the do we have fella. to turn something on in the bunker? Is there a screen? I wonder. Oh, maybe it's the pyramids." And then <laughs> Bungie tweets. Hey guys, so we kind of fucked up and the quest is bugged. Um, we're going to do a hot fix one of these days. Um, uh, one of these days? Well, I mean, to be fair, they're like, we need to figure out what the problem is. And then once we figure yeah. out the problem, we need to do certification so that we don't release it. And then it just causes more bugs. So, so that part I understand. six-minute stream where he then realizes, oh, the quest is just bugged. So for about 30 minutes, everyone actually thought, wow, there must be a secret to getting this gun. But oh, I wish I was watching that. That would have been hilarious. But it quickly devolved into, oh, right. I guess I'll wake up tomorrow. And then tomorrow it didn't happen. And then, and then people the said, next I guess I'll happen. wake up tomorrow. And then <laughs> it didn't happen. And then they said, I guess I'll wake up tomorrow. And guess what? Tomorrow is today because we're recording this on and it Thursday. Did happen. And people got the shotgun that is marginally better Ooh. than all the other PvP shotguns. Is that what like the Ooh. door was? I kept seeing it. Des- That's when like Ooh. I've noticed Twitter accounts that I follow literally like all they post are Destiny 2 memes. And I, I, I just can't do it anymore. All I saw that day <laughs> was just my timeline full of like the door, the door, like these memes. And I'm like, I'm over it. Dude. Nope. Easy just give solution. him the gun so I don't have to see this. Shit. Easy solution, dude. Unmute Dork. That'll fix oh. your timeline. <laughs> I don't think that will. I think that'll be the opposite. Well, it won't be so many timeline. Destiny memes. I mean, if that's your problem. I rather. I think I'd rather have Destiny 2. Yeah, that's you know, a, okay. risky, Roll your dice a risky, there. risky click, buddy. Yo, it looks weird. This looks like my forehead right here, and it looks like these are like small sunglasses I'm wearing right here, like just from this little angle. That's weird. <laughs> Anyways, Thank thanks again, Rob. That's this week in Bungie. How did you guys do this week okay. on this fine news of? So people have the gun now. Yeah. Is it yeah. tight? Oh, I mean, by the way, oh, go figure. Best Destiny gets another gun that we've already had. Good job, guys. Was it safe? Uh, Was it worth it? From what I have, uh, what's the word? From what I have deduced from all of the <laughs> testing people have done, the gun is in fact a little better than all the other shotguns we already have. Yeah, apparently okay, it's well, just like 
hey, did you grind a god roll mindbender's ambition? Well, well, here's a fell winter's lie, which is great fell because winter's I have That's gonna not be usable in a year, Pog. Yeah, that is true. We uh, we we got this Pog as as Blue was mentioning, like, yo, I got the sick arsenal for the, like the Vanguard. They're gonna love this. Can't wait yeah. for them to retire half of this can't, though to bring it back later. They in the TWAB today they showed some of the guns that would be in season eleven and lo and behold, like it's like this laundry list of guns we already have. Uh, it's like wow, thanks for you could literally. I think there are more guns that we've had than are new at yeah. this point. Well, it was kind of weird because they talked about how they were putting like a universal Ingram where they have this Vanguard Gambit and Crucible stuff, and I'm just kind of like, what? Why? So it has all these old guns from the previous seasons that would that are usable in season eleven. It's like okay, cool, but like, why? I want to Ingram. Why is this Ingram not world drops? And why is it like just a random like, hey, pick out the little pick out from one of the. It's one of those cheap like carnival like claw box, like the one where you claw to get the toy out. Except like it's all old toys. It's like a really <laughs> no cheap really carnival. Wants That's what toy. it feels like. Yeah, nobody really wants the toys, but they're there. Well, I have a token, so <laughs> might as well use it. I'm interested it. Bef- before we move on. Fruit, how do you feel about the whole sunsetting thing? So, bef- Dude, so that is the well, because so precursor for people who don't know, sunsetting basically means that the weapons we have have a time limit from when they're introduced. So, like, say, like your guns from the start of Shadow Keep, they're not going to be brought into the next expansion because they're going to have their light level cap. So, fruit, how do you feel about this, boy? Right. I don't even know what that means. Well, uh, it's it's uh, like retiring. Explain something. to me like I'm five. Okay. Uh, so you... remember in D one where you got a gun from Vog, and then in Crota's End, the next DLC, those guns were dog shit because you couldn't bring them up to the next lie level. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, yeah. but instead of like the next expansion making them obsolete, they just have like a year timer on them now, essentially before they stop going Be past or light level yeah so what? eventually Why? whatever weapons they decide new season starts or you know, a year from whenever it releases suddenly you can no longer infuse it it's going to stay behind so That's you could stupid. you could still use it technically like really the only place you could use it is in regular pvp that's not light level enabled yeah um but here's the way i see sunsetting I could see it to some degree. One, though, I think a big part of sunsetting is actually a band-aid fix to a bigger issue, which is you don't yes. know how to balance your game. So instead, you're like, Absolutely. ah, we have these broken guns. We don't know what to do. Just, just take them away. There, problem and then solved. It's like, and then it's like, well, we can't. Like, like, there's too many damage and reload perks. They're so strong. And it's like, well, maybe if our primaries didn't hit, like, pellet guns, then we wouldn't <laughs> want to have damage boosting. Remember when, like, a hand cannon would one-tap, like, an acolyte? Uh, low, those days oh, are nice day. about four years four years back <laughs> in the day cafe. I haven't I had those years in a while. What does a hand cannon kill an acolyte in now? Uh, like most three? hand cannons, like, two-tap. An acolyte, of all things. But yeah, so that's what... I mean, like, that and then... Perk diversity, like one, like uh, why does everybody use issue. these? Is because all the other ones either suck, or like like the one where it's like crouching, uh, gives you boosted accuracy after a short amount of While time, sliding. or like field whatever that like that, or there's some of them where it's like, when am I ever going to use this? Or it's just hey, this does more damage, or like hey, do more damage and reload faster. It was, it was like make more interesting perks to contest with those. Yeah. But anyway, the whole sunset anything. I think yeah. 
that's a big issue is like one if you get down to it it seems like that's part of the issue they're like hey we don't know what to do but then it became even more evident which is when i like lulled to or i had like a popcorn tweet the blues tweet because i hadn't read the twab yet i think when i saw a blues tweet it's like you gotta be kidding me and turns out that they essentially said hey we're sunsetting some guns so we can take them away from you but then like a year reintroduce them and you can grind for them again it's just and and, i'm not against it if they can uh, introduce cool guns to go along with it but the way it's worded it just kind of seems like we're just going to be going through the cycle of weapons we've already had like at this point they're like yeah we instead of coming up with new stuff we're just going to take away your current stuff and then bring it back later it's even worse than what they're doing with d1 guns it's like imagine it's like they we didn't have the d1 gun they brought the d1 gun back but then they're like hey we're sunsetting this d1 gun again wait there's and then we're going to reintroduce it d1 guns Oh, well, we don't know specifically, but like what I'm saying is like instead of making new interesting gear, they're just taking away some of your current ones to then reintroduce them later. I'm still and the same giving the benefit of the doubt because hopefully they do introduce weapons in a time like, you know, in a quantity enough and a timely enough manner that people are like, oh, there's enough guns for me to use. But we don't even get that now, so I'm. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I was gonna say we're not getting that now. So what little, makes you think so, that you're gonna get so, that later? So I'm a little apprehensive, obviously. But the other problem is like, why is armor getting sunsetted? Oh yeah, that's the stupidest that. thing. Wait, I thought too. armor's getting transmogged. Like you can transmog armor. Yeah, it's like, getting transmogged, they, but you still but why have would they to. Sunset it then? Bro, you and I, dude. I don't know. I don't understand why armor is getting sunsetted when armor is already basically fashion game like every piece of armor turns into the same thing ultimately like i'm gonna re-roll it to void and make <laughs> like have all the sniper and hand cannon perks on my gun right so it just kind of seems like an artificial way of like making you spend your ascendant and enhancement prisms which is like okay nobody even has so those right now too. anyways if you don't play the game yeah so it's like all right weird i don't know why you want to do that like it's not like people like get armor because they want the perks on the armor because those don't exist anymore. They want the armor because it <laughs> looks good. So, I mean, transmog makes this hurt a little less. I don't know how their transmog system is going to roll out because I don't even know if it's going to come out when the expansion pops transmog out. Transmog is you I don't can think use so. any gear, right? From year one, year two to make it look like, but then like use the stats from another thing, yeah. right? Okay. Oh, well, no, you can't use stats. It's just it's pure appearance. No, what I'm saying is like the pure appearance. It's of the way it ornaments like. work right yeah. now, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So they're in blending away where you could turn any piece of armor into an ornament, which is tight. That Long is time coming. This but, makes um, armor sunsetting yeah. not hard. Should have been a thing when D2 came out. A step forward and three, four, five steps back. Yeah. Uh, my main problem with sunsetting is one that I've talked about a lot, and it's probably the core issue most people have. When people like refer to like, well, this is how it works in MMOs. Don't you know that? It's like, okay, false equivalence. One, because most most web, most gear in MMOs are just stat sticks. Like, like oh, plus this intelligence, uh, plus yeah. skill speed. Mm-hmm. They don't actually change the core fundamentals of what your character does, which is based on like, I level up, I get new skills. These skills are with me forever, right? Unless they're balanced or they're changing future updates, or they're upgraded, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the problem with in Destiny, our gear is our character. 
Like we don't have Identity like, our, our weapon. Our weapons increase our damage we deal. Uh, our weapons make shit explode. Exotics themselves do all kinds of different things. It's a good thing exotics are being sunsetted, but our legendary gear defines our character. So imagine you are rolling in an MMO, and then the next expansion you have to like start leveling up abilities you had the previous expansion. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, like, it would be dumb. Like no one, everyone would be like, why? Skill tree. Why am I regrinding the skill tree I already grinded? from the last expansion that that's the closest to true comparison of what is happening because and most MMOs have more content and most MMOs have more content and most MMOs treat little stat sticks better than destiny treats their guns because I can transmog my stat stick. Like in final fantasy, I have this sick fucking level 66, like dome and steel gun blade. Of course, I can't like bring its stats to level 80, but I can transmog it onto my current gunblade. And lo and behold, I have this sick fucking dome and steel gunblade on my back. I could take that shit with me forever if I wanted to. And that's tight because I'm connected to that gun. So it's just kind of weird to me that Bungie is like, and, and a lot of the community is like, oh, you know, man, like as a game dev, like I hate seeing people love their loot. Like that's just bad player engagement, you know? So I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm very skeptical. Yeah, Hope it's yeah. tight, though, Poggers. I don't give him any benefit of that anymore. Uh, yes, Rob. Oh, thank gosh. Um, I was wondering, uh, Mr. Westlow, um, is there anything I was about to ask? You've been getting back into Final Fantasy lately. Final Fantasy 14. Final Fantasy is tight. Um, is there anything you would like to see from Final Fantasy fourteen? Everything. Being moved into <laughs> Destiny 2? Pretty much everything. Like what specifically? What like what is your biggest thing you wish Bungie would take from Final Fantasy and put it in? So, Destiny? so one of the biggest things for me in Final Fantasy is there's all this old content I could do, and the game respects my time because all that old stuff is relevant to my end game because most of that stuff can all that stuff can be transmogged. So if I see something cool like at a really old dungeon, I'm like, oh, sick! Like that would be like cool fashion. Like I could put that on my glam uh, plates, which are like. Like just pure cosmetic look. Like you yeah. still want to go do that dungeon because you can make your current gear look like that because it looks. Yeah, cool. exactly. And then there's uh, there's this entire mount grind, which hopefully Destiny has is moving in the direction of where all these old dungeons you could do like extreme versions of trials and they'll give you mounts. Uh, you can grind out like these factions, which give you like unique armor, unique gear, unique mounts, uh, unique. Uh, fucking everything honestly there's so many different vendors that give you so many different things uh and when i'm so playing like, old content, like a like a dead orbit sparrow if you got to like level faction 100 or something like that even if there was dead orbit so. I, I, the biggest thing for me in final fantasy is everything's an investment so no matter what you're doing you're always working toward something that is like a progression system. So you sign up for your alliance, your uh, like the storm fucking faction. And I could get like currency from that for that faction just by doing like my daily roulette stuff, which is like, you know, like normal dailies. Uh, when I do normal dailies, I get like bonus XP for uh, cl- for my classes. So if I have multiple classes, I want to level up. I just do my dailies and I have a reason to log in every day to level up, like get extra XP for leveling my other classes or, uh there's um like if you want to get to like the max level that's like not raid tier then you can grind those dailies as well to get like cool little uh what's the word 
but so there's, basically there's always something for you to do that has a purpose behind it. There's so much to the economy that when you do one thing, you're doing multiple things for other things. And then there's also really specific things like there's like relic weapons you could do to get like really unique weapons that you don't get anywhere else. Uh, you can, you can like right now there's an event with Moogle tombstones where they bring back mounts that maybe you couldn't get before and you grind out like certain dungeons that they have listed like, Oh, this dungeon gives you cool Moogle tombstones. You could, and you could use those tombstones to buy these cool mounts. Maybe you didn't get, uh, fuck it like it, it's so it's so exhaustive like there's just so much to the game and this is how it is in every other mmo is they still respect what the previous expansions did they don't make them totally irrelevant and it kind of feels like bungie has never figured out how to do that mm-hmm. so when someone new comes in 99 percent of the time until they get to like level whatever level we are right now you play like the brand new expansion you're you're playing and it's like yeah none of that matters none of that matters none of that matters none of that matters uh yeah you don't you don't even care about that oh you finally got to last wish okay now you could start doing stuff yeah so i don't know it's there's just so much i mean there's there's a reason mmos are called mmos right they're massively multiplayer online there's ridiculous amount of content uh but if but there's just no complexity to like destiny is like okay there's vanguard gambit uh and then cryptark has like some 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 cool engrams for you okay what else is there uh there's some, plan- there's some planetary vendors oh what do they give uh some armor oh cool do they give any cool weapons or anything or sparrows no oh oh none of it's been okay. updated since vanilla by the way yeah, that's been updated huh yeah no not really so when do i get to start playing the game oh when you get to around forsaken except those guns are going to be retired so Hopefully yeah, you run last wish. Yeah, so it's um. When's well, the last time you played Destiny? Uh, I just played on Tuesday. Actually, okay. I still play Destiny, right? It's just I just. Can't, but you've been I'm, playing Final I, Fantasy more. I'm listening to so much Final Fantasy, dude. I'm. <laughs> I don't know why it didn't grab me I'm before, but I I'm love really Final Fantasy. You. Just know that I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm really happy it's, for you. It's it's super fun, man. Every time I saw uh, my Steam notification say Blue Wessel playing Destiny 2, my heart would like sing for you. <laughs> be like, yeah. Why is he going back? <laughs> He'd be like, no. Going back to he almost got out. <laughs> You're better than him, Blue. You're better. Well, speaking He's of better king. oof gaming moments. Overwatch? IGN's four year. Is it four year? Like Overwatch yeah. retrospective review or something? I so, don't know, dude. God only knows what. I guess there's nothing else to do. So they're like, hey, it's been four years since Overwatch came out. Let's re-review it. And then they re-review it and give it a perfect score. They give it a 10 out of a 10. What? what are they? La what are Mau. They? Hold on, let me read this. I and wanna... it's a perfect game. I'm most interested in how Rob feels about this, as Rob was I... the Overwatch guru. I, a, I, I don't stand. know. Every rank season, Rob would be in there in the trenches, getting his first ten with Farah. Back in the day, sure, but like, oh my! Like, well, we that's just it. it. That was like day, two Christian? years ago, two and a half years ago. Yeah, like I haven't just, played played that in so long. Ugh. There's 9. no way. Amazing. There's no way they give it a perfect now, and they actually played it. It has to be like rose tinted glasses. Back in the day, I would have been like, "Oh, because it got it got a nine point four when it first came out. It got a nine point four on its first review, and now and it's it got, somehow perfect. Like, 
And it got a perfect 10. It's a masterpiece. It says, Overwatch is a masterpiece, a dizzling amalgam of unique characters, a stunning style, and compelling dynamic action. That's literally all it says, and then 10. Never mind the, the fact that they keep adding new characters that completely break their game, and then they have to figure out how in the world to fix their game, and they can't figure it out. And then they ruin out. Genji, and they never make Genji relevant again, and Blue never comes back because then they change Hanzo's kit completely, and now <laughs> Blue doesn't want to play any of the weeb classes, and now I'm gone. <laughs> the no verdict weep, overwatch is a one-of-a-kind hero shooter that is far and away the best of its genre uh team fortress 2 still exists <laughs> i mean it that offers, is true though i wish we had more hero shooters you think but you you think overwatch is the best hero shooter out right now absolutely i mean i have more funds with paladins <laughs> that's and true. people say that's to, budget at overwatch, this point but. you're coming up on probably doing more paladin than overwatch videos that's true i mean recently offers, like i would if I had to choose right now, make Overwatch content for the rest of my life or Paladins, I'd use Paladins. I would, <laughs> I would lose my mind. It's the Paladin only channel. I just, uh, yeah. I mean, we kind of like briefly touched on it, and there was the whole drama when we did that one video. But like, to come back four years later and give it a better rating than it had at launch to say it's perfect when it's been on a downward trend, like, is insane. It just makes no um, sense. It offers variety, depth, and a style that very few uh, come to close to matching. See, I would argue the variety the part, too. Like there's not much variety. I mean, custom <laughs> game games, a, yeah. Like, the there's a lot of fun. It's a art style, too, as far as... It is. And the lore is cool. I like the lore of Overwatch. Uh, yeah, the like, lore I, is I, really I like, love it. I, I do like the characters. <laughs> yeah, there's like two paragraphs per character, right? Um, uh, some of them have like the cinematics. Like nobody, nobody does it like Blizzard does. And the art style is super sick, but man, I, it's like Overwatch was like a game that I started playing and I was like, dude, this game is going to be sick. And then like they developed it like it was an early access title where like everything changed constantly. And at that point, like you come back two years later and it's like, wow, this is nothing like what I remembered. Dude, I think this is the funniest line in this whole thing. Its four-year-old foundation has been lovingly crafted into an unparalleled multiplayer experience that it offers today. (laughs) They really think that Overwatch has been like been like like loved and been like taken care of and like if anything, dude, has been beaten, tortured, run through the ringer, kicked out, made come back. Like, oh, so bad. From now, it's now cherished characters and expertly crafted maps to to outstanding sound design and dynamic action. It's a masterpiece of competitive gameplay. Most importantly of all, though, it's never stopped being ridiculously fun after all these years. It has to be like an IGN Overwatch stand. Stand, yeah. Like, they're like, yeah. Dude, stand, dude. yeah There's 100%. some guy who's like puts in 200 hours every week still. They're like, hey, write a review. He's like, yes. Because yes. Overwatch has for yes, some reason, yes, yes. stands man like they they love overwatch to this day they i like, mean good they, for them but like i mean i can't argue with a lot of that stuff like audio of course great graphics great um like maps like so much of the stuff is great and yet somehow you put it all together and you jump in a game and you go i hate my life <laughs> like, i hate this like everything is here That's why is it worst. not clicking like that's honestly um, what it feels like like for some reason, it clicked a little bit more like three years ago. But now I go in and it's like, what? What is this? Yeah, it's just it's just a clown fiesta of just a, a mess that it doesn't know what it wants to be. 
it's just uh, i hate it i hate it i mean literally um, the only problem is like the sandbox because i can't even complain like as far as i've always you know played like input uh lag latency hit registration i can't be like oh the freaking blizzard servers they suck like no they're pretty yeah. solid they've always been solid like I, I like the comp rating system when I played. I guess a yeah. lot of the, the characters do have interesting um, kits and stuff. Like, I want, but like for some reason, you you just go in, and it's just and it sucks. I think the big problem like that is like it's just slowly been refined gameplay wise more and more and more into just death ball, um, like group as five. Yeah, like- less skill intensive because like that's the problem is like a lot of the big old dps players used to love to watch like mccree's widows genji's hanzo's all that like irrelevant now mm-hmm. they can't they just get jumped on auto well, and like the other dps like, are very low like a reaper where you just hold left click and just like stand in front of things or and just... then yeah q so yeah i don't know maybe um, that's part of it again we talked about maybe you know just change they it. But, wrap like, it up with this um, all of these this? factors combine to make Overwatch a singular uh, a singular special shooter and one that I would recommend to anyone without hesitation. Would you recommend Overwatch? Oh god. Uh, I, if they've never honestly, played if they've maybe? never played it, I would say probably and they're probably going to get some fun out of it. Yeah, and then just stay in low elo. Just like uh, have maybe, that game be the learn if you're learning PC gaming, like have that maybe be the game you learn it on. Maybe. Yeah. I, that's that's really not a bad game to introduction to PC. Okay, that's what I learned on. Yeah, and there's always what? there's interesting characters people can gravitate to and like. So I mean, like I yeah. would, but like at the same time. But then it's like, all right, would you like? What would your guys's video? What would you guys give Overwatch today if you guys were the IGN reviewer and you did a re- review? Dude, man, if I if if I mean, I'd be a little rough. <laughs> if it was four years ago. I would have given Overwatch like a nine and a half to a ten. Yeah, 100%. original score is a nine point six. Hundred percent. If it came 6. out, I'd agree it, with that. The very like when it launched, I would have probably given it a ten, just because it was, I mean, like just an evolution of hero shooters. And then, man, like now, I would probably give the game like a six and a half, seven. Yeah. Like I think at launch, I wouldn't have given it a perfect until because I think it took him like two weeks or something to only. To uh to put out comp, yeah. Because like after a week, week and a half, it felt like okay, like quick play is fun, but like I need, yeah, like I need. There needs to be something else. And when comp came out, then it was perfect. You have this for like casual, you have this for competitive. I think that's where it was at its peak. But then yeah, like now, I mean, that's the hard part. Is like fundamentally, you look at the game, you look at everything it's got going for it. You like. It's good. Own own esport league. Yeah, like like this. But for some reason, you can't even pay me to play like a game because I I just don't have fun. Yeah, and I don't know what that factor is. Whatever's going on there, but yeah, for that fact alone, I'd give it like a five or six, which I don't think is fair. Like that's why I said like don't get me to review it. But like (laughs) for me, like. I'd put well, it down there because this biased like, guy doing it, dude. Like, what yeah, difference is it you're I, doing it? Like, at no point am I ever like, you know what? I'm gonna hop on some Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't felt that in 
two and a half, three years. Like, I don't even know. Hey, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Let's it's fire it up. Time. Yeah. Let's play some Hanzo, right? And then you hop in and you just get jumped on by Winston's left and right. You go, all right, I'm out. What about you, Blue? What's your score for Overwatch? He said like six and a half, later. seven. Six and a half. Yeah, I'd be like six, six and a half. Just like I'd be shitting all over the game. I'm yeah, I'm just I'm bitter. So don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm like a bitter old man. So, you know what you should listen to? This ad This ad Yeah, see? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool, and I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. Welcome back to GG Over Easy, where... We give the most honest reviews about the most honest things at the most perfect, most perfect, that's not even the right time, you, you know? Okay. Four years later, dude, you know what the world needs? Uh-oh. An oh. Overwatch review. So I took <laughs> oh, it upon myself. Spoilers. pick for that day. I wrote that article. <laughs> oh, Mr. Fruit. Did you? Who did I mean, it? like, it come back to, to Overwatch, guys. Trust me. My YouTube swear, content. I'll do customs again. Come back, guys. So, somebody had to have written it like a year ago, and they're just saving it. Like, all right, it's a real slow day. All right, I just throw it up. And they like change it from like three year review to like four year. Just put everything at four. Like, all right, put it up. But that leads us to, uh, and Blue is going to lead us into video game reviews in general. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, uh, we don't agree with that video game review in any way, shape, or form. And over the years, especially over the past five years or so, 
Uh, it kind of seems like video game reviews have become less and less relevant toward the consumer perspective. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you guys, or pretty much any of us, actually still take video game reviews seriously. Because I remember back in the day, oh, yeah. I would look at review scores and I'd be like, oh, this game. Oh, That's dude, what you base your game off of. Yeah, 95 out of 100. Game this game is going to be legendary, like bro. Yeah, when GameSpot was at 10, it's like, bro, GameSpot, <laughs> GameSpot gave it a 10, bro. Yeah, I but remember now, I was going to IGN. Nintendo Power, yeah. dude, nine and a half. Like, let's get it. Yeah, Nintendo Power reviewing the newest Mario game. Yeah, it's a nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, no bias there. <laughs> it's definitely nine and a half. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I mean, I how mean, much do video game reviews matter to you guys now? Because I, in terms of like like a big like media market, like an IGN or like a GameSpot, most of those places are like paid, like. Hey, if you like, I get, I, I'm not sure if it's like public, but like, if it's like a under the table, Hey, like, give us a good review. <laughs> like we'll hook it up a little bit or like, give us a clearly, good like, kid. clearly like that guy who loves overwatch too is clearly like, can't take his bias out of that opinion at all. So you also have to like take into account who the reviewer is. And most of the time the reviewer is just some random, like I'm looking up at this, what this guy's reviewed in the past, this guy. And the only other games he's ever reviewed are other FIFA games. Like, I'm not going to take advice from a guy who's <laughs> only ever reviewed a FIFA game, which is the same fucking game for the past 20 years, and gives it a 9.2 every single year. <laughs> the like, innovation I, I, this year is insane. Yeah. I pulled so Ronaldo. if anything, I get, my, I get my, like, game reviews from, like, you guys or uh, the Angry Joe show um or something like that I'll, I'll i'll watch him or i'll come to you guys and if there's something like a game that you genuinely like i know you guys are gamers so i normally just go to my gamer friends if i have like any kind of review oh my god I'm a yeah gamer. you guys are gamers i would say i gave up caring not only on those reviews but reviews entertainment reviews in general like a couple years ago. oh even like movie reviews you don't yeah, like I don't, rotten tomatoes I, nope. like you don't Really? That's the only one I kind of hold my metrics to. Because here's the thing, as far as reviews go now. First off, I think we've talked about this. Rating scales are garbage, and they don't give any good indication. Because you could get, like, the worst video game ever, and they'll be like, 6 out of 10. On a scale of fingernail to uh, pigtail, uh, what do you give this score? Like, you'll Ah, never find something below, like, 6 out of 10. Like, it muddies the score. Like, yeah, that's an eight, and that's a nine, and it's eight point two, seven point five. They all hover around the like same. It's like, what? Okay, give me a breakdown. What exactly is like factoring in the score? I still believe reviews should literally like for video games. Let's say it's literally like, don't purchase, uh, like borrow your friend's account, get it yourself, must buy, like something like that, where it's literally just mm-hmm. like essentially skip it, um, maybe a one time play or like this is this is the game at least that gives some little more of a metric but i think the rating system in general is garbage I, it doesn't give me anything and the only time i pay attention to reviews is when it's a big game and it's flopping because then that's usually more indicative because like that's when you're just like well and then that's usually like okay like that okay this is probably a sign of something let me look into it but otherwise every review eight out of ten eight and a half out of ten every game nudge it's Eight, eight, eight and a half, nine. It's like, okay, I, d- I don't really know the difference anymore. So for me, I it's usually like, is this inter- interest me and do I have fun with it? It doesn't have to be a perfect game, but do I have fun with it? And so 
that's the same way for me with movies. Um, I'll find that some not critically acclaimed movies or like even some movies that are like rated rotten or whatever. I still go, huh? Yeah, that was, that was entertaining. I'm, I probably won't watch it again. I don't watch like anything again, but like, yeah, like I don't regret watching that once. And then I go like, I wonder what it got like 12%. Like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like that's the same with like some video games. It's like, it's just, the reviews are so skewed. The scales don't make any sense. And like Rob was saying, maybe it's a conspiracy tenfold thing, but it seems like majority of the time there is something going. There is an underlining something always with a lot of these reviews. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're a big media conglomerate that gets a lot of readers and clicks, man. Of course they want like, uh, cause like to, to the normies, you see IGN like, cause we're, we're woke guys. We're woke yeah, gamers dude, we're, here. We're so different. woke gamers, bro. Yeah, we're woke. All right, so we don't look at IGN. Those are fake gamers. Be, he's got his Oculus headset. Like, on let's be real. Perfect. Like, I'm woke, woke as shit. Yeah, we woke over here. But like, I can't even not, see you. I'm woke. The rest of the gaming community, like, is not woke. Sleep. So they They're like sleep. IGN. And stuff. They're asleep. <laughs> yeah, they sleep and read IGN. We we're out of the matrix. We took the red pill. We don't read that <laughs> shit. Oh my god, bro! Do you keep read, it do on you like every even... every podcast, dude. Keep it on every podcast. Maybe if I just have pink guy forever. <laughs> Blue, do you like take any review seriously though? I used to for sure, but as time has went on, it's kind of become like most of the games I'm into now are like aren't even like reviewed well on from reviewers in general, like. What PUBG was didn't even get reviewed until like way late in the game. Like Fortnite really? didn't even actually get reviewed because all everything's like early access now. Uh, Most of the time, but, too, what I look for is like give give me the TLDR, like bullet points, like con, yeah, like pro con, pro con, like a general overview too, so I can get a feeling for their rating. But then aside from that, it's like right, I'll play it for myself or ask somebody I know. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just thought it came in my head. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's kind of just gotten to the point where I don't even get my information from new, like gaming websites anymore. It's, it's all through like Twitter, uh, through like Reddit. Yeah. Uh, people play the game. Like, you could literally watch people. Like, if you're interested in the game and you're not sure if it's good or not, you could literally Go on watch Twitch. <laughs> anybody on YouTube or Twitch nowadays to get like a direct feed of like what you're looking for whereas on gaming review mm-hmm. sites it's always like bits and snippets and yeah. oh yeah well this was pretty cool as opposed to like i could literally just watch this dude do exactly what i'm looking for to see if i want this game or not yeah i do that too even me i look up other creators like have they made some on this what is it like yeah okay. so i just looked it up i looked up the the 10 the only 10 out of 10s ign has ever given okay um so i guess throw overwatch on this list now uh, these are oh, all the yeah. 10 out of 10s modern games that IGN has ever given a 10 out of 10 to. What is modern? Uh, like 10, 20 years? Like I don't know. Current it just gen? Says, it just says modern, whatever right. that means. Um, uh, Persona 5 Royal. Never played it. Uh, Half-Life, Half-Life Alex. They gave that a 10 out of 10. Weeb's nom. Uh, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. That got a 10 out of 10. Uh, God of War, the newest and most recent. Boy. That got a 10 out of 10. Uh, Celeste received a 10 out of 10. Uh, Mario, Super Mario Odyssey uh, got a 10 out of 10. Undertale, still need to play that game. 
I haven't played that. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild got a 10 out of 10. Um, a game called Inside. I don't know what that is. Uh, it looks kind of spooky. Uh, the Witness. That's that puzzle game that I still need to beat. Uh, that got a 10 out of 10. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. I know Blue played that a lot. That game was tight. Uh, GTA 5 got a 10 out of 10. Uh, the Last of Us, um, which I, uh, Blue, I read the leaks, and let me tell you, wow. Um, the <laughs> oh, Legend God. of Zelda Skyward Sword. Uh, I never played Skyward Six Sword. I, I thought the, the uh, I thought the Wiimote was whack. I was like, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. I got to respect that. I got to respect that. <laughs> uh, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. I've never played an Uncharted game. I played the multiplayer and that's about it. Because uh, I missed the first Pac- two because I had 360. So oh, never. Yeah. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition. Um, Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. That was like the zombie DLC, the DLC yeah. uh, that it had. Um, my little brother played that a lot. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2. I think the Super Mario Galaxies are whack. Um, GTA 4. I never really played GTA. I don't know if you guys did that one at least. In my uh, Christian probably, household, nice meme. <laughs> uh, probably another Blue Wessel game here. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns. Fog. <laughs> really? One of the best games of all time. This is not disputable. Really? That's, <laughs> no, that's I, a, I will not IG, accept IGN you. got 10. it right. Easiest 10 ever. IGN got it right. Um, Pokemon okay, Red and Blue. Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. Like what? what, what and who, then who, who, the, legend, the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time is the last one. Out of ten out of ten, and now Overwatch. Four years later, ten out of ten. Okay, I pulled the list up. Let, let me break down roughly at least the games I can like speak to. I'm not going to be like, oh, I didn't play that game. That game sucks. I can't do that, right? Half-Life Alyx, though, I will say, from what I've seen and stuff, as far as, like, a VR game, from what, at least from a viewer perspective, oh, that looks looked, like very, like, pushing the VR back. Yeah, that, like, that looks like, at least for what we currently have, like, the, if you're going to play VR, like, that right now is mm-hmm. the game. So, I would say, again, I haven't played it, but just from a viewer point, like, especially for being, like, well, for a VR game, I definitely think that would make sense. I can't do it. It makes me sick. Well, same. Red Dead Redemption 2, we have to note that this is not taken in the multiplayer. This is the story. And off that, I would say yes, I agree. Uh, uh, I never got the round to beat it. Story's fantastic. I mean, like, everything it did, oh. the immersion, characters, storytelling, open world, I mean, I'm well, all just for the, it. The game itself is just super impressive, too. Just like, yeah. NPC, like when you get dirty, like your clothes eventually get dirty. Like, that shit's cool. I mean, I just, yeah, it was very close to like, I mean, it's arguably like the best cowboy simulator we have, right? Um, God of War. I mean, that might be my game of all time. So I would say 100% yes. Game of the decade? Like, best game ever for me. Wow. Um, I was super impressed with that game. Um, so that's up there. Celeste. I watched Lyric try and fight that boss for like. Oh, the Valkyrie Queen? Yeah. Um, how long did that take you? It took me about hour fifteen. Oh dang! It's um, like Twenty five hours, I think. Well, so he was doing it on like Valkyrie difficulty, or whatever. Like literally, like the hardest. I was oh, doing it like on. Give me God of War. 
yeah i was like i think regular um difficulty but i remember when i fought it my gear level was like three levels below which oh. was like bare minimum to fight so if i had had the right gear oh it would have been you over yeah way over but personally i loved i love fights like that because i was actually thinking about this in like the shower the other day maybe it was today i don't remember i think it's i think it's my ocd because i love pattern recognition like that like i like things to make sense and i like fighting bosses like that (laughs) because yeah because then i can i can identify and i know okay i see this this is what's going to happen and then i like to learn the entire fight and then i know every like quote-unquote pattern i don't know because i was thinking back to it like i loved the valkyrie fight it was like frustrating but there's that thing about that and like those games like the souls games and stuff it's like identifying patterns and then nailing it, like Sekiro and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I love that final boss fight. Uh, Celeste, I've only heard okay. one good things about the story, um, and it apparently does a really good job I touching on. I thought you made on, a video on it. I well, I, I haven't beat it, but I, I made oh. a video on it. Um, but it does a really good job, apparently touching on like um, some social aspects, especially like depression and whatnot. And then the platforming itself, super impressed with. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people say it's like the snappiest, best feeling platformer out there. And even the the bits I played, I was like, this. I like, literally it's wanted like satisfying to, when you hit the pop, pop, like so. everything. Like literally, when I was done, I wanted to play more just because the gameplay felt that satisfying. Gotcha. It's strange, but they did a super good job of that. So I'd agree with that. Super Mario Odyssey. I can't okay. say I played it. Yeah, I know most you people like. Right? Yeah, I mean, Super Mario, I mean, Super, pretty much every Super Mario game is tight, just because Nintendo puts a lot of effort into them. I watched yeah, Donkey's Nintendo review, tight. and I was like, uh, "I agree." <laughs> they stopped watching Donkey's video. Yeah, I'm down. Perfect game. I agree. They're, like, okay, see, like, there is a good example of a quote-unquote review I like, like when Donkey is does a review. You trust. It's somebody I trust, but also on top of that, one, well, he doesn't have like any underlying motives. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. like we're sitting here, like, are they paid? It, just the fact alone that like it raises those questions already kind of. Yeah, he's like, he's literally like true neutral. Yeah. You know, for a fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if, if Donkey's saying something, it's either because he hates it or loves it, and there's no reason behind it. Um, so when he makes a video like that, not only that, but like he goes into why, he goes into the, the, like, the, the intricate parts like a trope that like yeah, game, yeah so and like, the gameplay specifics and he'll relate it to other things if he can or or if it does something well what exactly does it do well and why does it do well compared to what it doesn't do well or like when he does review it's very in-depth and it doesn't mince words and it's like i understand like i, I watched that i was like i've played super mario Odyssey. i watched dunk donkey's video <laughs> um Undertale again have not. I know it took the world by storm. I played um, a little bit of it. The the little thing where you move the heart is pretty fun. It reminds me a lot of Cuphead. I know extent. it's. I mean, How's Cuphead not a ten. Oh, dude, I love Cuphead. That's cheese. That's one of my favorite games. Yeah, me too. Um, so Undertale again can't speak much to it, but I know especially as far as like indie games, um. I feel like that one and like Stardew and I guess you could go back further to like Braid 
and Fez and stuff. But I feel like those are some of those ones that like Super when Meat people Boy. think like, yeah, like think indie games, it's like those are the indie games, like the ones that really took off, especially Undertale's more recent. It says here August 15th, 2017. So like the indie craze, I would say it was more like 2011, 2012. And that's when everyone's like, wait a minute, you can like actually survive making a video game by yourself or with a couple people. Um, but I think what they did was really cool. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I will say I have played. Didn't finish. But it lost me. So for me, I wouldn't I wouldn't give it a perfect. I still think it was a great game. I'd give it like a nine. But a perfect? I don't know. Um I think you both have played it, so feel free to disagree with me. Oh, I didn't beat it. I'd like Ocarina of Time better. I can't give you can't for me, I can't give more Zelda games in a series a ten. Like there can only be one ten in a Zelda series, and that's Ocarina of Time. Blue, what do you what do you stand on Breath of the Wild? I think Breath of the Wild is the best Zelda game of all time. Oh. While also being one of the best video games of all time. But I will give this Zelda Breath of the Wild is the most drastically different from any other Zelda that's game. True. It's so different from I'll give him that. It, it's very and that, different, and that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, because, and that's, that's probably why I don't like it as much. So I've never, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to like, there's been so many open world games, right? And with Breath of the Wild, it was like, it's, it's like the first time you, you, man, how do I describe it? It's like the first time you watched like uh like a crazy uh computer generated flick, right? Like when <laughs> okay. you really saw something that was uncanny and you're like, "Wow, like oh, dude, this is crazy." Like uh like how people felt when they saw like that Avatar movie the first time. Or Jurassic like, Park. Yeah. Or yeah, or Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's another good example. And there's plenty of movies that are back in the day there's plenty of movies that already did that stuff, but when they did it it was like, "Whoa." Like, this is nuts. And that's how I feel about Breath of the Wild, where there's so many open world games, but when Breath of the Wild did it, it was like, holy shit. Like, I'm never going to experience a game like this. I might not ever experience a game like I just did ever again. What what map is bigger, GTA 5 or Breath of the Wild? Well, I also don't think that's quite fair. I don't know the size, but I don't, I don't think I don't, it's quite fair because GTA is really denser. Yeah, I don't know which one's bigger, and that really doesn't matter because they do the different density, things, too. Yeah, they both do completely different things. Like in Breath of the Wild, I can appreciate scenery, but at the same time, like when I go over a hill, I'm like, man, like legit, I was like, man, I wonder what's going to be over that fucking hill. Like what's going what's going to be there for me to explore? And like literally on lunch back when I was at my old job, literally I brought my Switch in and I had one of those stupid like commercial moments where it was like, what did you do over your lunch break? And they were like, oh, I ate some sushi. And then I'm like over here like... I fought a hobgoblin. Huh, yeah, well, I went to a secret shrine at the top of a hidden mountain and slayed a dragon to free it from its mortal coil. What did you do? <laughs> like, I, like, I, I, just re- the wild for me. I, just, I just had a leftover tuna sandwich. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know, that's <laughs> well, I would say too, I think the problem was like from when I did play it, I did enjoy it. But I think for me, I was also fatigued just on open world games. Because that was around the time, and I mean, I feel like it's starting to make a bit of a resurgence too, but there's just so many open world games. And for me, I needed something more linear at the time. So again, like I I don't really have anything bad to say about the game. Because when I played, I had fun. It was just I would just give it a nine just because like I I didn't finish it. 
but again i think like 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 i said i don't really have anything to knock it on and like you said like your opinion on that game isn't the first one i've heard of that like people who play that game like almost everyone's like i loved it and even for a lot of people who didn't hardcore game like that too with like a switch tried breath of the wild and they're like yeah i have like 200 hours in it that's more than my candy crush (laughs) like (laughs) so i do think it did something really cool and i do appreciate too like you said like that's pretty drastic compared to like what we would have expected from a legend of zelda yeah um so I can understand why I made the list. I guess just on my personal list, it wouldn't make it just because uh, I should go back and give it another chance, or maybe I will with the second one. But, um, but it seems like aside from nostalgia, unlike Ocarina of Time, most people seem to think that this is now the best Legend of Zelda. I know you hate to hear it, Rob, but yeah, but they're wrong. So, <laughs> but uh, then there was Inside, which I haven't played, but I know it's um. The like a spiritual successor to Limbo, which is another one of those indie games I'd put on that list of like kind of spearheaded the like the indie game movement, the indie game boom. Um, never played it, but again, like Limbo, it appeared to uh to be amazing. So, mm-hmm. The Witness, oh, that's that puzzle game, dude. That I, it's actually pretty sick. I actually really like it. I've I've gone back to it every now and then. It's pretty fun. I like my puzzles. my only experience with the witness was launch day. <laughs> There'd been all this weird talk about this weird, bizarre game. I was like, let me check it out. Lyric streaming it. I check it out. And I've never felt more like Twitch chat that day sitting here <laughs> watching him try to do a puzzle. That is like, to me, I was like, like yeah, this quite is quite elementary. Well, like, it was literally like, this is the tutorial dude. Like it's literally like, Oh my God. I was literally about to like type in chat. Like, I'm like, I'm that guy right now. And I just got I'm, so infuriated. That, yeah, that like that was my experience with I'm the witness. In a backseat, this guy. <laughs> that was all my experience. Home. I was just so upset. And then I was also like, wow, I'm too invested in this. Like, I need to stop watching. Because so I was like, that's I'm I'm that guy in chat right now. You were you you were you were on the cusp. There's only two times that's happened. That one, and then one time I was watching Summit on Sea of Thieves, and he had a treasure map. Sweet Jesus. He could not find the X. And literally chat too. I wasn't typing, but chat was with me. And they're like, literally, like, dude, laughed. And he's like ignoring. He's like, I can find it, guys. It took him like two hours. And it's a Sea of Thieves chest. Like, it's, it's not rocket science. It's like an island, and it's only so big. Oof. I got heated that. Heated that time. But yeah, as far as the actual game, The Witness, I don't know. That's my experience. I don't think, I don't think you've played it. Have you, Blue? Uh, witness no i have not i could i would not stop hearing about that game though and i was always interested but i just never just never played it i should though because i do like puzzle games i just like that's a game though like i wouldn't probably do a video or stream on because for the the, that same reason there's always somebody that's like well i would have figured that out earlier like i saw the solution immediately of course it's so simple (laughs) I've played through the game three times and I can't believe you don't already know how to do everything. It's like, ah, Jesus. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. We got Blue over here, who's a stan. Um, I only ever used it to like make a little funny montage video, so I don't really have much 
I just knew it was fun to like parachute people up. They'd enjoy that. And then of course all the tweets about quiet. Um She's like that girl uh in the story that has like the weird eyeshadow and she's only wearing like a a bra or something and she has like the torn leggings. It, it was like, oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you'll know when you leave. Yeah, it took Twitter. Uh, you can hear it in my reflection. <laughs> um, Grand Theft Auto Five doesn't surprise me. Loved it. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was sick when it first came out. I mean, same thing as like. Too. Oh yeah. As far as Red Dead Redemption, like what they tried to accomplish, the scale and what they did. Not only that, but the multiplayer, like and the story too, like everything about that game, like they really delivered on. Um. Mm-hmm. Can't really argue that one. The Last of Us, I haven't played it, but again, I've only heard great stuff. Uh, Legend of Zelda. No, I haven't. I need to before the second one. Yeah, I don't want. Uh, maybe you just play. The uh, Skyward Sword. I'll be honest. I don't even remember the name. That name. It's the one where the Wiimote was the first thing. I think right. Yeah. Or is that Twilight Princess? Twilight Princess was right after, right before I sold my Wii. So I never had Skyward Sword or anything. Because that's when I sold it to get Halo 3. Smart <laughs> man. Um, Uncharted 3. Oh, I, can't, I can't say much about that one. I did hear good things, but yeah, that came out in 2011. So the first three Uncharted, I couldn't even play because I had Xbox. Um... What are these other ones? Pokemon Red and Blue. Pfft, let's go. I would say that four Pokemon games haven't gotten a ten out of ten though. I'm not. Like Heart Gold needs a ten out of ten. That one's up there, but I still think How we could get a ten out of ten. Because I think the reason Pokemon Red and you put Red and Blue up there is because it's the first, pretty much, well, one game of its kind. Like Pokemon, like there's a reason. You know, you'll say like, "Oh, this is a Pokemon-like game." Right, like Pokemon, pretty much made that genre of monster catching and blah blah, or at the very least, you know, Omega popularized it. Yeah, they made their um formula, and on top of that, because it's the first one, like it's not like well, they could have added this quality. Like this was the the start, like the framework, and because of what they did, and at the time, everything like they're pushing boundaries. Like it, it was pretty. Um, groundbreaking and I mean it's the reason why Pokemon is what it is today if it wasn't for Red and Blue Um, now as for like more recent games it's because like this is Pokemon Red and Blue but 12 years later and they just added a keychain Pokemon <laughs> point That's being they just don't they're not changing the formula they're not like pushing yeah. boundaries like like Legend of Zelda uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild, like that's pushing boundaries. You're like you're like, wow, I did not expect that. There they hasn't been a Pokemon game where I'm like, wow, I did not expect that. Yeah, I, I mean, saw that's... a funny tweet and uh. it was like, uh, Corona. It was like Corona's not going to last that long. And it was like Diamond. It was like Pokemon Diamond and Pearl underneath it. <laughs> it was like Corona. Yeah, I think that's the reason you would have the originals up there. Um, but then. Yeah, kind of same story with the recent ones, and we've touched on Blue and I plenty with the whole Pokemon bit, but it's just 
game for, they just play it too too safe. They have a formula, they know it works. They really do. Um and then Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Easy. Which Rob I know you disagree with. That shouldn't be up there. Yeah, that like should that should be an eleven. <laughs> that, should, that should be an eleven. A whole new that rating system. Gaming. That game taught me how to do puzzles. Point that, is, I, I will say I gave it for me more than elementary school. That's I agree I mean. with most of those. Or like literally the ones that I've played at least. I can be like, yeah, I understand that. So for I'm the most part, I agree with them. Tense. Maybe that's a good But now one. we throw Overwatch in there now, right? Yeah, but to see, then it's like, I don't agree with that one. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a tough sell. Um, long story short, though, those, a lot of, at least overview of perfect scores i agree with most of those mm-hmm. but again also those those are ones that are easier like it's a lot easier though to look at a game that great and just be like wowzers but then you get like like when you know uh ubisoft was like cranking out assassin's creed every year it's like nine i don't, I don't actually know what the ratings were but like it wasn't even like oh they could have like this is great or they'd be like you know what? A little, a little same, same. Not much changed. Graphically wasn't great. Had some stuttering performance issues, glitches. Story didn't really sell me. Honestly, it didn't really add upon anything in the Assassin's Creed. Eight point seven. Like, what? I feel like that's a review so often too. It's like, I don't, I don't get it. So, I don't understand anything. But hopefully, you know what we will understand. What? This ad read. How? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. GG over easy. We talked. We we have so far stayed on brand for a good bit. A lot of video game talk. I don't know if that's God, a good yeah, thing or bad. Pretty good. Got the three <laughs> topics. Very good so I, for us. So I feel like most of the listeners are. Ah. Doesn't happen often. Yeah, they're like they're actually staying on topic, dude. Oh wait. Speaking of which, hey. While I work us into the next topic, somebody want to get us a review? Oh, uh, yeah, I could, yeah, I could pull one up. Um, let me see Apple Podcasts. Before um, we do that, oh. I'll sauce you up like Zack Snyder's trying to sauce up the oh, Zack Snyder cut for Justice. I'm actually so League. interested in that. Oh my god, I don't know. Big thing. How could it be that much better? Like what? So I'm only interested away? because. It's either going to turn out S tier or it's going to be like the biggest. Still just joke a giant meme. Because guess what? Mark yeah. Zuckerberg is still fucking what's his face in the movie. Like that doesn't change. I mean, that's like, still one of the worst castings of all time. Yeah, of course. Maybe in the Zack Snyder cut, Lex Luthor's just not in it. Well, what <laughs> about cool. Dooms and then Doomsday? Like, hello. Well, I think well, there's a lot of problems with that. And we'll have to see how he cuts it. I have no idea. But I do remember, like, even at release, this there was that all this talk like Zack Snyder had a cut but Warner Brothers or DC or whatever is like no and then they did it and Zack Snyder didn't agree or whatever and blah 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 and then it hits the movie theaters and then it like bombs so we've been waiting for this for a while and I, I'm i with Blue I'm here I'm interested because it's either going to be like wow DC messed up like they wouldn't be a joke right now if they actually did this or it's like well now Zack Snyder you're <laughs> like nice one like nice meme like yeesh, like yeah, it's either like, gonna be incredible and like redeems it, or I mean, it's just I'm gonna, gonna have to buy HBO Go Max or whatever it is. So I mean, I that's mean, probably the play, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, 
he's he's got a tall order ahead of him because it's more it's going to be way easier for it to go poorly than it is to go well and wow people. So we'll see. Well, if you guess guess me what Rotten Tomato uh, gave Justice League, and I'll say the fans, the fans. What did the fans give Justice League? Uh, fifty three. Blue. Forty. The fans gave it a seventy one. Where to go, fans? Actually, not bad. Hey, I'm hey, pretty hey, surprised. Yeah, they were a lot nicer it. than I'd be. I actually didn't. Hate it, but I also didn't like it. Uh, I uh, I, I will boring. say again, I hated the filter. Oh, I liked Batfleck. I, like I, mean, I, like I thought Batfleck was pretty good, man. I know people I hated very, it, okay. but I, I thought Batfleck was him, but, pretty all right. Yeah, I'm really upset they didn't uh, go further with him. Do you think their end of the resolution in the conflict is because they have the same mother's name in Zack Snyder's version? I hope not. But I feel like, like that's gonna like, be that's gonna be pretty hard to work out though. Like that's I just feel like Zack Snyder's watching that happening. He's like exactly like how well, because unless they have an alternate like footage of of that pin, pinnacle moment, there's no other way for you to realize oh they're on the same team. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, but I have a review right here. I guess I did. I'm, I lost it. Okay, no, we have it. All right. Um, from Outlet 4, um, titled 420 Stars. Um, I've been watching Mr. Fruit and the Dream Team for a long time. In fact, you could say that they've even helped me a lot in my tween years with their Destiny videos. Now that I'm in high school, I watch Mr. Fruit and still play Destiny 2, reg- uh, regrettably. Uh, this podcast <laughs> is great to listen to while I sit back and relax, yet also keeps you engaged with insightful conversations and amazing chemistry. Whoa. It truly feels like a, gr- uh, like a group of longtime friends, and I'm really happy I've gotten to watch them for so long. Love you, Rob, Blue, and Fruit. Thanks, oh, Alex. Thanks, that was very nice and wholesome, oh, and I really awesome. just picked a random one, and you should killed we, it. Should we be worried that he admits he has poor judgment with Destiny 2, so does that mean he has poor judgment in content? No, I mean... That? No, I uh, shut up. I was expecting him to be like, "You helped me in my tweens," but then I grew up and realized, "Wait a minute!" Wow, you kind of suck. You guys suck. You guys, you guys actually kind of suck. There was this stupid Reddit post. Oh my god! Here we go. Let me find it on the Mister Fruit subreddit. I don't know why you do this to yourself. So I go to the Reddit. The Reddit the Reddit has mostly anger posts. Sometimes you get some posts in there that are. It's called. It's called what happened. And essentially, oh, like, no. I've been oh, subscribed to no. Miss Fruit since the summer of the end of Taken King. Been a huge fan. Blah, 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 blah. I haven't watched a video of his and actually enjoyed it in almost six months. Uh, I'm definitely not saying that his videos have become bad. Have you not watched the Jackbox videos, man? <laughs> Just that they've changed, but I can't really put my finger on how, how they've changed. Um, does anyone else Did feel you- similar? And then, like... No, man, that's just like called you. you're changing and you're just becoming somebody different and you can watch other content without making people feel shitty about it. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. There's mm-hmm. nothing about us that's changed. It's something about you that is changing and there's still nothing wrong with that. Worst part, too, is just like I'm putting more editing, more effort in editing here. Yeah. And it's six Dude. months ago. It's like, sucks. I was like, well. <laughs> you suck, um, bro. <laughs> I mean, someone does have a good point. Like, um, part of it might be the fact that, like, games pretty dry right now like we don't have a like the channel and us we don't really have a main game right now mm-hmm. um 
there hasn't been one. I mean, not even Destiny anymore. That's just a meme. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably part of it. But, I mean, at least for me. Yeah. But I still have just as when I make a video, I'm like, this is a banger, dude. And then mm-hmm. it's like. I nothing. still have fun recording. Okay. All right. I'll send uh, I'll send that 20 to your PayPal later. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of television, uh, I know Christian is a big stan of this series or I guess franchise. Um, Snowpiercer. Did you watch yeah. the premiere? I, I'm going to be honest until like a week ago. I didn't even know it was a thing. Me either. I saw a trailer yeah. for it. I was like, Chris Evans? <laughs> <laughs> I saw an ad on like Twitter, like scrolling through, like Snowpiercer appearing on like TNT, the Sunday, like TV shows. Like, wait, what? How did I not hear about this? So, yeah, there's like a new Snowpiercer show on TNT that is based on the books and the movie. Um, and obviously. I mean, even just in the first episode, you see some of like how they've taken some creative freedoms or like some of the plot twists. If you've seen like the movie and stuff that like a twist to what you would normally think. But I already think it's just a super interesting concept. So like I'm going to watch the show anyway, because in this one, like the train's like a thousand and one carts long or something like that. Oh, so it's way. Yeah, it's like a mega long. And so it's just like I'm there literally, even if it's not the most interesting I'm just going to enjoy seeing how they like imagine this world and these cars and how they would like actually survive like this. Like that was the most interesting part to me is like this, like the logistics of it. Yeah. Like this fake scenario. And the first episode well, was what, promising. Well, what was funny is like, you're like, I didn't know this was coming out. I was watching like, it was like a Hulu show. And then like the advertisement started and like, it was like, we live on this train for hundreds of years. And I was like, oh, like that's cool. And then like I was watching, I was like, oh, that kind of like sounds like Snowpiercer. And I was like, this is ripping off Snowpiercer. And I was like, why is nobody upset that this is Snowpiercer? And then it's like, watch Snowpiercer. And I was like, say, oh. oh. That's because it like, is Snowpiercer. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Very cool. No Chris Evans, but that's okay. I know. I I feel like right now he's probably a pretty expensive well, I, sell. Also, yeah, I was gonna say also Snowpiercer is pre Captain America, Chris Evans yeah. rate. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the rate sure that, a little different. Yeah, I'm sure his rates are a little has changed Which, just a little bit. I'd actually just seen him for the first time. I saw Scott Pilgrim versus the World the other night. Oh, I don't know if you guys have seen that before. I yes. love that movie. And okay, who's about to hate me? Never stop. <laughs> people never stop reminding me about how I sound like Michael Sarah from Scott Pilgrim. I think it's a very overrated movie, and I think it's very you're overrated. an overrated movie. <laughs> Boom, go. roasted. Yep, Mike drop. Boom, roasted. That movie is <laughs> sick as shit, dude. It's cool. I like the um, like when he jumps up and it like still has like the comic book kind of esque kind of things to it. it. That's cool, but I don't know. It's just so you're telling me you're a nerd ass and you didn't feel anything when you watched Scott Pilgrim. Not really, and probably because when it came out, I was like cool high school guy, and so I was like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, lame. yeah, I don't know, I, I, I guess I haven't seen it in maybe. What kind of loser watch Scott Pilgrim? Probably when like plays Animal out? Crossing. When did that come out? <laughs> uh, 2011, I think. Oh yeah, that movie, that movie was ahead of its time. Because that's when I remember. I was like, all these big names. It was kind of the same thing. Like Chris Evans was there. Um, Brie Larson. She's only 19. Um, obviously Michael Sarah. Um, I can't remember all the p- people, but like some big names. I'm like, geez, 
It reminds me when I watch Band of Brothers. I'm like, oh my god, he's in this? Oh my god, he he was in there for like three seconds and now he's like the big, like... Yeah. It's like, it's so weird seeing people before, like, you know, like they really hit off. Um, yeah. But I really liked it, yeah. Especially some of the humor, some of the humor parts. I uh, I had quite a couple of chuckles. Like, at first, I wasn't super sold. I was like, I'll give it some more time. But then once the movie started to get going... And have you ever like, seen the movie uh, yeah. American Ultra? It has, like, uh, the guy from... Sounds super familiar. Lex Luthor in it. And uh, the girl from Twilight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie's dope. I love that movie. There was some parts during Scott Pilgrim where it was mainly uh, him and, like, the... I can't remember her name. But, like, the different colored hair chick, like, the major love interest, whatever. Um, yes. And they they were in, like, snow, and it's, like, a weird dream sequence. There's a door. And it made me just want to rewatch uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I think that's the title. I've never seen that. That is... That's, like, with uh, Jim Carrey, right? So good. Yeah. Yeah, I've never uh, if you've seen, never seen like that. That's, like, when the movie, they can, like, you can choose to erase memories, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen that, you are doing a disservice to yourself. It is fantastic. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll watch that because Sydney and I, we've been watching a lot of movies again. And uh, yesterday we watched uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Ooh. Great movie. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't my first time, but like, it was a great movie. Just a good movie. Uh, aside from that, I guess quickly we can talk on uh, Crucible. Not that Crucible. <laughs> the Can't Amazon just... one. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't play it yesterday. Did you guys have fun? Well, uh, Blue, have you played it? I have not played it. I don't really have an interest in playing it. I've seen so many people on Twitter be like, hey, this kind of looks like Paragon. And my response is always, thanks, buddy. This is like the 80th game people have said. It's kind of like Paragon. <laughs> I mean, it does like plain no. and like graphically. No. It looks like it sometimes. Do not do but this. That's, but that's about, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you, like, don't bother. I'm, I'm done. I'm out, bro. It's not worth it. I'm, I'm not no. telling okay. you to play it. All right. Okay. <laughs> But dude, Bro, you I gotta just, play. It. <laughs> I just want, I just want play. <laughs> it's you like gotta play this. I mean, it came out of nowhere, really. Like I, I had not know much about it, and then they had the trailer like three weeks ago or something, right? Like three, two weeks ago. And you're just like, "Yo, this is our game. It's coming out in like two weeks." I'm like, "Oh," I was like, "All right, I'll give it a shot," and we did. And it was like, "All right," but it tries to be so many different things at once. That it doesn't really do any one thing well. Like, well, that's it. I don't know how to explain it myself. It's not an arena shooter. Well, because there's like two different modes. One's a battle royale and one's not. The battle royale mode 100% feels like they threw it in the last second. Because the game. Yeah, like the game does not. Because it's like the battle royale is technically like 10 teams or like nine teams of two. Like two teams of nine. Wait, yeah, no, nine teams of two. Um, and it just nothing about it says like, yep, this is how the game is supposed to be played. Then the other mode is four v four, and the best way I could describe it is it's like the cycle with uh, heroes or like uh, like hero shooter characters and MOBA esque leveling, but. You don't level abilities. Stop. I already hate it. You don't have an ultimate though. And the objective is you you fight 
over this hive thing that spawns every couple minutes. And when you kill it, it drops a heart. And you have to capture that heart. But you can't do it if you're taking damage. So, like, obviously you're supposed to fight over it. First team to capture three hearts wins. Except what we also found out is a pretty dumb um, mechanic is if you destroy that hive, which isn't exactly, it's not like, it's usually not easy to do. You'll take a lot of damage. Then the heart spawns. You you get nothing. It's just whoever captures the heart. So for all you want, you know, enemy team could just be like, yeah, just wait for them to kill it. Oh, they killed it. All right, cool. Let's just roll up now. And that's kind of what happened. It'll be like a buff for like actually killing the hive. No, like there's nothing for it. Like you have to capture that heart. And the capture itself takes like 15 seconds. So it essentially just becomes, we killed the hive. Oh, great. We're getting ganked. Oh, we're all dead. Oh, they captured the heart. Um, some of the character designs, some of them are good. Some of them are like, what? And so that's why I'm saying like, I want to like it. And I did not have fun, but I don't know if I'd ever log back in. And so it's just strange because at moments it felt like Battleborn or it could have been like Battleborn. And I'm like, Blue, he wants Paragon back. I want Battleborn back. Why don't we just get a Battleborn Paragon baby? You know, somebody make that, please. But no. So that was my... Uh, at first, people were like, yo, you got to play this, dude. It's like Battleborn. I was like, yes. And I got on. I was like, no. I don't know. That's one of the few, because like, as far as like game releases in the next couple months, we know about most of them. So like when there's a surprise announcement like that, like that, it was like, a, oh, like a hero shooter. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay. Surprise me. And I'm not surprised. So, still waiting for, you know, that announcement to come out of left field and just be like, sick. But it's not there yet. And I'm sad. So, really, all it did was make me sad. It's free to play, though. So, hey. <laughs> we shouldn't have to pay money. I mean, that's high. Like. Yeah, hey, well, dang it, right? And that's pretty much that. Do we have some um, Patreon questions, Rob? Uh, yeah, I have some pulled up uh, right here. Um, let's see. We have a question from Cosmic. Um, if you had to live with anyone in the extended dream team, who would it be and why? Hmm. Um, uh, so extended dream team, that means that would exclude you two, right? Yeah. Okay. I assume it would have to be like, we have to choose outside yeah, of us. Blue would be my choice originally. I would what? just like yeah because i think you're very clean in the in the aspect of you don't clean like your room your room like you don't keep that clean but like that's your space like i ain't going in there so like whatever like you could do that but like in the (laughs) common area i feel like you would keep that like clean because you don't because you have that anxiety of oh shit i don't want these people to think i'm like a a, like a like a not a clean person so i gotta be like overly clean so now you're like overly clean in like common area spaces but when it comes to your own space uh, you seem like me that it just is kind of messy. Uh, I'm actually total opposite. I keep my really? space like ridiculous, like really clean. Oh, uh, I kind of slack at keeping common area spaces clean. Oh, so we're the opposite. See, I keep my my space. Is That's dirty. probably why we would work. That's probably why we would work. Out. You're right. Oh shit, it's dude! Fast. It's the slam dunk. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but I guess we're going extended dream team. Uh. 
I guess Datto, because he seems the most cleansiness that I can think of. Like, uh, like Sammy, Shark, and, and Bless are automatically thrown out because they snore. Like, that's you're out. Like, that's <laughs> I'm sorry. So, probably just Datto off the fact he doesn't snore. <laughs> Even if they're in different rooms and stuff? Yeah, dude. Like, dude, Sammy, when he, I'm not kidding you, dude. <laughs> it woke me up from Claire's office. <laughs> Like to, and he was at the main living room floor. That shit was echoing that. Like you know, in a cartoon <laughs> when someone's snoring really loud and it like pulls in the house and then the house yeah. like expands when he really. It was like that. Like, <laughs> it was like that, and I was like, I'm gonna kill this kid. Um, I'd probably go bless. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, he he seems nice. He uh was certainly always trying to keep things clean at the fruit summit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he could serenade me, or um, funny guy, cook me some stuff. Yeah, karaoke. He'd always be about that. And you know what? Yeah. If I'm ever down, I'd be like, bless. Let's watch. Down for a good time. Yeah, I'd be like, bless. Scary always YouTube videos. Content, yeah, yeah, show yeah, me yeah. some ghost stories on YouTube. He's like, I got you, dude. Is this place haunted? <laughs> He's like, I hope you don't have anything scheduled for the next like seven hours. What about you, Blue? Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have to think about this. Oh, you can live with Dork. KC, if I lived with Dork, there'd be way too many memes. Like we would probably like <laughs> blow up the house. That's probably like a bad that's probably like the a bad mix. Pulls in from the memes. It would be a gamer house and like all the wallpaper would just be waifus. <laughs> a memer house. It would be <laughs> yeah, it would be a straight memer house. Like you walk in, it'd be like a clown house. Just like with a lot of titties. It'd be weird. <laughs> That would see. I can't. I couldn't do that with Dork. Um, damn, man. I couldn't do Arios because he would go somewhere and not tell me, and he'd be gone for like oh, days. Just, and I'd yeah, be like, "Are you dead?" Do Arios is way. He's damn, a wild. Honestly, kid. I would probably pick Arios. Really. Wow. I would pick Arios because Arios is super independent and on his own, and like he'll just be gone. And you know what? I'm gonna be like tight. Yeah, that's He's doing one. his thing. I'm pr- I'm really like to myself, especially like in my living space. So if yeah. when I have a roommate, it's like my roommates never see me. You're like a shadow. You're like the I'm shadow. a. Bro. It's a myth dorms, if I even exist in your same living space or not. Honestly, dorms were rough, dude. In college. Whew. Never so, having just like truly your space. Oof. I mean, you picked you, but you chose to live in the dorms. The I mean, year. well, no, I didn't really have a choice, but that's a different. Oh, topic. really? Yeah. I think yeah. I think I would pick Arios. I feel like everyone else would want to be like, oh, I'm with my friend. Let's be social all the time, and I'd be like, dude, I just I'm, I'm level eighty gunbreaker, and I'm trying to do my duty roulettes <laughs> to master my continuation combo. I need you to get the fuck out of my room right <laughs> now, bro. Please. You're like the Mish- this is totally a Mish- I'm Mish- getting ready for Savage Raid. Like, okay, great, yeah. Focus. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably pick Arius just because he's. I feel like Arios just does his own thing all the time, and I'm doing my own thing all the time. And upside to like Arios and two, Bless, we're just like on two parallel planes. And then, like every once in a while, he's gonna be like, "You want to go Chipotle?" And I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, we'll go Chipotle." And then the parallel planes will intersect, and then we go back. Probably get second, yeah, and then and then they go back. That's cool. That sounds tight. With Arios um, or Bless, we could be pump buddies. So that's one thing. Um, this is from Brandon. 
Um, when did you guys realize that you had an impact, like the impact you guys have on people's lives? Is there a moment that like you kind of realized that and realized it was bigger than video games, I guess? Oh, he's asking. yeah, I definitely have one. It was, uh, um, go ahead, Blue. Our first St. Jude stream for Guardian Con was when I really realized, like, oh shit, we raised like a hundred thousand dollars. That's not from like, nothing. I remember that. Like, that's real people. I went and got mac and Don't cheese to celebrate. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was so tired. It's like, I want mac and cheese. <laughs> like, we did a good As, thing. It was, and it's so, those charity streams are so stressful. Mm-hmm. So, like, bro. Well, just after it, it just after it, I was like, man, like, this is kind of crazy. Like, this isn't like, yeah, this is real <laughs> shit. Yeah, this, this isn't a, a meme house. Like, like what you said, Blue. I think when when I went to the St. Jude Hospital um, for like the yeah. St. Jude event, like that is probably like when I really realized like the kind of impact that we can have on somebody's life. And then Guardian Con too, because a lot of people always come up to Christian and I and tell us their stories and stuff. And it's really humbling. And I have like a lot of stuff that like people sign and like letters they sign. It's really cool. Uh, for me, it was probably it's probably like a year and a half into making videos. But someone emailed me, or at least like doing Mr. Fruit full time. And someone just emailed me. Or it was either an email or in my P.O. box. I forget which. It was some sort of a letter. Um, where a guy pretty much just talked about how he'd been struggling and he was like about to take his life when he randomly happened upon like one of my videos and laughed for like the first time. And like, you know, he said like a year or something and said um, like that was the one thing that stopped him from taking his own life and then uh ever since he's like gotten his life together but that was like the one that just hit me like dang like yeah me doing being stupid somehow randomly at the right time right place helped some guy like keep going and they're like in their like biggest moment of like need like to yeah. have somebody there and especially i felt like that because i had that in high school like i said like um i used to watch a lot of creators back then they were like my rocks, so that was my realization moment. Um, okay. Uh we'll move to a slightly more upbeat topic. Uh most wanted Smash Ultimate DLC character in Oh the Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm still saying Cuphead. Goku. I mean but it's never gonna happen. I would say Goku, but I mean at this point Cuphead. Like, 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 let's be realistic of somebody who asked like a realistic <sighs> I right. would say Sora, Vegeta. but then Sora, they did want him, but like uh, Square, Square Enix nah. like, pay up the fucking cock for him. They're like, <laughs> nah, no, fam. I'm okay. Like, okay. <sighs> Gosh, I, like there's so many. Yeah, you know I who mean, I think would actually be kind of cool now that like I kind of think about it? Uh, GoldenEye James Bond. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Wait, what? Yeah, like Goldeneye James Bond. Like, what do we? What is he gonna Eye do James. though? He does karate. Goldeneye James Bond. Yeah, he does, like, <laughs> yeah, like what more chop. do I need to say? He's Goldeneye James Bond, dude. I don't know what you want from me. Or Conquer. Conquer would be really cool. Conquer would, would like, be sick. I would really like to see Conquer that at some point. Conquer would be really cool. All right, and I'll say uh, Kratos. That'd that be would, that, would, that be would be so sick. Yeah. That would be. Re- but he, they'd have to like PG him down, which would kind of eh. 
hard to do. <laughs> but he just has like two forms where he either's like he either has his axe or his uh chains. Different combat styles. It'd be sick. That's a good one though. And then Mine's gonna be a little a little oh, do you have to keep going, keep going. Was like his smash attack when he gets the ball could be his Spartan Rage, you know? All like do 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 do. Yeah. Anyway. Kratos. Kratos is tight. Um yeah, I am gonna have to go with an off brand pick here. It would oh, be Brinny from Disgaea. Who? Oh the the, the, the guy that's based off of his avatar. The little penguin. Wow. I used to use the Prinny as my mascot before I rebranded to my my full penguin deer evolution. But Blue, yeah. how would that It's like, like a mega Prinny evolution. How really would is. what would his attacks and stuff be? So he has this entirely separate game called Prinny Can It Really Be the Hero, where he has like air slashes. He's got two knives, two like mini blades that are tight. Uh, he has his hero form. He can do a whole bunch of different things. Their whole thing is that they explode. So it could be like a fun gimmick where every time uh, like your printy gets defeated, like a new one pops out from out of nowhere as opposed to like the same one coming down from the like respawn, stage. Because yeah. the, the lore behind printies is that they're basically souls of sinners. And okay. they can't do anything on their own. So, like that game, Printy can really be a hero. You have like a hundred lives, and it's like a hundred printies. Every single time one dies, it's a new printy you're playing. So it would be it was it would be a cool concept. Kind of tight. That would be pretty tight. But be I mean, sick. yeah, this guy's an RPG. Printies have all these different moves. So, and the hero printies tightest book. Well, so. um, I actually have said announcer from Sakurai. He actually texted me on my phone here. <laughs> Um, he is saying the next fighter is actually another Fire Emblem character. You heard it here first. Yes. Another oh, Fire Emblem yeah. character coming. Woo! That was actually my number one pick. Let's yeah. go, dude. <laughs> Come on. That's my realistic pick. Another Fire Emblem character. I'm over it. Or At least, like, because I think, wait, Gengar. so Fire Emblem is like the most repped. And then I think a Pokemon is the next one. I That's think Pokemon's it. second, right? Honestly, what? I think adding more Pokemon though isn't bad because there's so much more you can do with that. I, th- I think you there's can so get many Gengar, characters. Yeah. Throw Gengar like, in there. Yeah, we're you're... probably going to pick one of the starters because that's I. Well, they usually do. Well, they did it's Mewtwo, they did Lucario, and then they just did Greninja. Greninja was so popular they had to put yeah. in. So, but that's like Blaziken, and then they put Incineroar. No, no they're I don't gonna, think they're, they're, they're probably their their current time. trajectory is putting in all the like one of the new starters. So the Owl. No. Uh, that would have been sick, but they, they, they chose instead. not to put him in. Yeah, I actually, because... at first I was pissed, but then I grew to like Incineroar. Yeah, I'm still on the Incineroar train. Yeah, Incineroar. <laughs> yeah, Incineroar. If they do pick, realistically, they would pick another starter, and the starter would probably be Rillaboom. That'd be pretty sick. I do not see them picking Intellion, mostly because, God, that's a terrible design. You think yeah. it has to be starter? <laughs> and they already picked... What if it was Dragapult? Picked, Dude, don't even don't even play with me. Yeah. Okay, Prinny's tight, but if it was Dragapult, like how would they translate Dragapult into a character? I, I know his dodge, he like goes into the ground, right? Like he goes but to he, into but the But he's ground. never he's never on the ground, he's always floating. I mean, I guess his tail could be his Or like he he makes like a little like uh stealth bomber and like 
And he Wait, just like dodges in that, like Trinable. fades in that. Uh, stealth bomber Pokemon. His, oh. his neutral please, he, he does his little missiles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oops, <laughs> fuck, dude. I, dude, if it was Dragon Ball, I would literally was like down bust beat. my nut like live on stream. <laughs> like I was, oh my god, dude! <laughs> I would love Dragon Ball, but that's just, I just feel like that's not realistic because he's no. such a hard, he's such a hard just form to to fit into Smash. But Rillaboom, I just can't help but feel like he'd be like scuffed. Um, DK. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, but I mean. They've already done a water starter, which is Greninja. They did the fire starter in Cinderar. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, I feel like the most they would either pick the new legendary, which they just revealed, which eh, that'd be okay. Oh, or, the bear dude. Or it would be Rillaboom. Rillaboom. You know, I, I think. What about a Gen One though? Maybe get like the Gen Oneers kind of. They already I have. Think, they already have Pokemon trainer. They have Squirtle, Ivysaur, Charizard. Yeah, they pretty much like, never, and pretty Pikachu much never and Jigglypuff. Yeah, they've never like dipped previous into like a previous. The only time they ever did yeah. that was when they made Pokemon Trainer and Brawl. We also have to think uh, too, like with every DLC they do, it's usually somehow tied to yeah. promotion. And if they're going to do Pokemon, mm-hmm. they want to promote you know their new game, Sword and Shield, or like I could see like Blue saying like DLC, like. Oh, this new DLC is about to come out. Well, guess what? The new legendary is like a new fighter too, and it's like whoa, something like that. Whereas it's like, yeah. here's Evie. Like, oh, right. God, man, the things I would do for Dragapult in Smash. But I'm sorry, I, I, I just did don't. That to you. I just, it's just not realistic, man. But now I have my hopes up. I didn't mean to do it to you. I'm I sorry. think like house would be like more realistic than that. If they somehow managed to translate him to Smash, I would pee my pants. I would. <laughs> I would squirt, dude. I would I'd be there for it. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Gotta take these off now. I'm gonna cry, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna cry just thinking about it. That would be like my. Th- I'm gonna cry just thinking about how we have to end this podcast. I Dang. was gonna segue that. Keep your shades on, King. Never let him see you. Well, I just signed a hundred million dollar thing for Yo, Spotify? Spotify. Congrats, so, dude. Yeah. That's. Hey, hey, Joe, we're proud of you. Hey, us and GG over easy are happy hey, for you. Hey, wait, Joe. does that give us more lands? We're taking Joe's viewers, hey, dude. Hey, Joe. Okay, sorry. Dude, his we audience. The hey, they, YouTube, if, you don't, if you're not careful, we're leaving too. Hey, I read his comment section. They're like, Joe, I love your show, but like, where's the Destiny 2 drama? That's well, we got you guys. Come on mm-hmm. over. Yep. Spotify, sign us. Uh, Blue, where can people find you on the internet? Hey, guys, you can find me everywhere at Blue Oslo. You can find me everywhere at Robbie V. You can find me everywhere, more or less, at Mr. Fruit. With that said, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the GG Over Easy Podcast. We appreciate all you stands listening and or watching, leaving reviews, commenting, doing whatever you do, but making sure that you're still here to listen and that we can keep doing this. With that said, have yourselves a fantastic day. We'll talk to you in the next one. Farewell. <laughs>